Psalms 1 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of the sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law doeth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit, his season, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaffs which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you tonight, Lord. We just ask you to touch our hearts, open our minds. Help us to receive the words that we stand in need of tonight. Lord, we just praise you for what you're about to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, three things before I get into the message I want you to see about this uh, Psalms chapter 1. That there's a contrast. There are two groups of people in this uh, chapter here as he speaks about the righteous and the unrighteous or the godly or the ungodly. He said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So can I say this? It really makes a difference who you have as companions. Who are you walking with? Who are you fellowshipping with? It makes a difference who, who you, whose counsel you receive tonight. You receive the counsel of ungodly and you can partake of the uh, company tonight. But you will not be a blessed man. A man is going to have to make up his mind about the direction that he's going in. And the Bible said in the book of Amos, can two walk together unless they agree? There's a contrast between the godly and the ungodly, the righteous and the unrighteous in, in Psalms chapter 1. Then we see there's a comparison in verse 3, talking about that blessed man. He should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. When you read the scriptures, you'll find that the Lord will compare His people or liken His people to different things. The Bible tells us here that the man who is a godly man, the man who is a righteous man, is like that tree planted by the rivers of water. I tell you, I'd like to be like that tree that's planted by the rivers of water. That's what I want to be. Like that. I don't want to be some scrub bush beside some mud pole somewhere. Mud pole, okay? That, that, that's what I want to be. I want to be that tree that's planted, that God planted. There, then there's the conclusion. We see that each one goes a different way. Verse 4 says, The ungodly are not so. They're not like the godly, they're not like the righteousness. But they are like the chaffs which the wind bloweth. Away. There, there's a great difference between a tree and a shaft tonight, the wheat tonight. The wind would pick up the shafts of the wheat and, and, and blow them or scatter them all over the place. But that tree that's planted is not moved, does not move. Verse 5, therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Verse 6, for the Lord knoweth. I'm glad he knows. There are a lot of things I don't know tonight, for there's nothing that the God doesn't know. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous and the way of the ungodly 
shall perish. God knows you tonight. He knows who I am tonight. He knows where we're at tonight. In fact, the Bible said he knoweth the way of the, that I take. The Bible said that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. That gives, uh, uh, gives me assurance that God is in control, that God has a plan for my life. If you're a saint of God bought by the blood of Jesus Christ, God is in control of your life and God is directing your life. He has a certain path for your life tonight. My desire is to walk in that path. So I want to preach on this subject tonight. The blessed man. The blessed man. We see the picture of the blessed man here. The Bible said that he's likened a tree planted by the rivers of water. Now think about this. A picture is a representation of something. It's not that thing, but it's the image of that thing. The Bible said Christ was the image of uh, the invisible God. That's why Jesus said, if you see me, you see the Father. You have to see the Father. Do you realize tonight that we are to be a picture of Christ tonight? If you're bought by the blood and you're walking with God, uh, you ought to be a picture of Christ tonight. Someone that has a likeness of Christ in their life. Romans 8 says, For whom he is for did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed in the image of his Son. We're not Christ, but we ought to be like Christ. We ought to be Christians tonight. We see the planting of this blessed man. He's like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Now think about this. This planting is something that's done on purpose. You're not saved like a tree that popped up in the wild by some river. But we are like a tree that has been planted by the river's water. He, he did not plant us by the mud hole. Uh, uh, in other words, it's something that he done on purpose. I, I, I've planted trees all over my yard. I've got apple trees, peach trees, pear trees, plum trees, fruit trees, cherry trees, pecan trees. i got them all over my yard. I went and bought them, and what I did, I went out and I chose the spot where I wanted to plant that tree, and I dug the hole, and I planted that tree right there. That's where I planted. I chose it, and I did it on purpose. God has done the same thing. God has called you, and God has planted you, and He did it on purpose because He's got a purpose for your life tonight. Amen. He pulled you out of that hole of sin and planted you by the rivers of water. We see where the uh, place with a man, God has a place. I guess one of the biggest problems for people today is trying to figure out where their place is at. How, how do I get to that place? Well, you follow the shepherd. He'll lead you. The shepherd would put you in your place. Thank God there's a river tonight that some of us uh, are still standing around some stagnated pond uh, and we don't want to get to the river of life. Uh, we like being around stagnated pond. Book of John said, He that believeth on me, as the scriptures said, out of the belly shall flow living water. 
Christ is the life tonight. Thank God I'm planted by him. That blessed man, as you have been saved by the grace of God, you ought to realize that you are tonight, you are a blessed person because God has planted you tonight. How many people tonight you know that uh, is not saved? How many people you know tonight that is not concerned or even not given a second thought about this world going to hell? It's heading to hell on a record pace tonight. They're not even concerned about it. But if you've been saved by the grace of God, uh, you are a blessed person tonight, for God of heaven has planted you by himself, right beside him. The, he is our, he's a source of our strength. He's a source of our nourishment. He's a source of our growth. And what the Lord is telling us tonight, uh, I believe it, we just need to keep growing and keep doing what God is saying. Now, I realize this body stops growing. I realize this body ages. But spiritually, the Bible says that we are to keep growing, keep moving forward for God. Problem is, tonight, too many Christians are still in the baby stage. They've never grown at all. I I love babies, but I don't like a 40-year-old baby. You understand what I'm saying? We need to grow up. And the blessed man is one that's been planted by the rivers of water. The, the water just keeps flowing. It doesn't stop. The river will never run dry. In other words, God's got grace today. God's got grace tomorrow. God's got mercy today. God's got mercy tomorrow. It never runs out. With the same amount he had yesterday is the same amount he'll have tomorrow. It never's run out. And that river will never run dry. It ought to cause you to be a little bit of happiness in your life. You ought to put a smile on your face knowing that you are a blessed person because God has planted you. Amen. And some of us need to tell our faces that we got a happy place to go to. Amen. Some of us look like we're some sour grumps. Sour grumps. If you're trying to find happiness in this world tonight, everything that's going on around us, you're probably going to wind up depressed. Why? Because it's getting worse and worse and worse tonight. But evil man and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived, the Bible tells us. Those things that we held sacred are no longer sacred anymore. The Word of God is no longer sacred in this country anymore. The church is no longer sacred in this world anymore. They they hate your Jesus. They hate religion. They don't even like the way we live, our standards. They don't like the things that we live for. But for those who are in Jesus Christ, there's an ever-flowing source of power. I'm glad that I still got the grace of God and it keeps rolling and rolling. I'm glad I've got the mercy of God and it just keeps rolling and rolling. It never stops. You know, what affects this world should not affect you. The things this world's going through should not affect you. Why? Because we're still drawing from that river. 
This world is a wilderness. But there's a river that's flowing in our hearts tonight. In the desert, there's no life. There's nothing in a desert. You can go to a desert and it's empty and it's dried. But every now and then you can find an oasis. And in that oasis you find green grass, you find trees, you can find vegetation, you can find life in the oasis. Jesus Christ is our oasis. The water just keeps flowing and flowing. It, it, it would be help us that if we realize that He is our source of strength and is our source of joy and our source of growth, uh, that it ought to just make you happy. And that water that, that water that flows out of the belly into the world uh, tonight, it ought to be flowing so much that it just splashes all over everybody around here and just get happy about it. He is the blessed man. There's the promise of the blessed man. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in season. His leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. That's a pretty good promise tonight. That's a good promise of God. You know what that promise is? It's a promise, it's a declaration of assurance. That is why we can sing that blessed song, Jesus is mine. That means he's holding me. I'm not holding myself. It's a declaration of assurance. It's a promise, it's an agreement to do. There's a lot of times we've made promises and we cannot keep them from one reason, some other reason. We cannot keep them and we try to keep it, but we just cannot. But this is a promise that God says, I will keep, I will do. Whatever God said He's going to do, He's going to do it. That's God's promise. And the promise is, is the reason of our expectation. You can see it, but you got a reason to expect it because God is going to do it. He said it will bring forth fruit. Now, I don't know much about trees. I'm not one that can go out there and take a leaf. Now, I can tell a pine tree, but I know there's a bunch of different kind of pine trees out there. I'm not one that can take a leaf and look at a leaf and say, oh, yeah, that's an oak leaf. Oh, that's a pin oak. That's a poplar, whatever it is. I, I'm not one about can doing that. I cannot look at the bark of a tree and tell what kind of tree it is. I can't, I can't do that. But I have found out this. What is on the outside came from the inside. You get me now? Whatever is on the inside of that tree is going to come out on the outside. Uh, if you might not, uh, you can hand me a leaf and I'm not going to be able to tell you what kind of tree it is. But you hand me an apple, I'll tell you. It's an apple. Hand me a peach and I'll tell you it's a peach. Because what's on the inside of that tree and what it was made for and what it's the purpose for comes out on the outside. Can I tell you this? If you're a Christian tonight uh, and it's down inside of you, it should be coming outside of you. People should be able to look at you. Hey, there's something different about that person. He don't look like the rest of the world. 
He don't talk like the rest of the world. He don't walk like the rest of the world. He don't dress like the rest of the world. There's something different about them. They should be able to tell what's on the inside of you by looking on your outside. And that's what he's talking about, those trees. We're planted by the rivers of water. We ought to be like that tree that's planted. Stand. Now, everybody here's got trees in the yard. When you go home tonight, look in your front yard and backyard, you please call me if any of those trees got up and left. Now he's liking Christians to this tree that's planted, rooted, grounded. The Christians are not getting rooted and grounded anymore. And he's saying, hey, you shouldn't be able to, a tree shouldn't be able to just give up and move up and go where they want to go. We're to be planted and rooted and grounded where God has planted us. Let me just say this. If God has planted you here, God planted you here for a purpose. And it's not your decision to tell God, I'm through, I'm ready to walk out, I'm ready to give up. That's not your decision. Your decision is, I'm going to be a Christian wherever God put me at, whatever God told me to do, I'm going to do that. Amen. Amen. We got so many that give up on God too quickly. Bible said, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abound in the work of the Lord. Wherever God has put you at. Now there's times in our life that we are going to prosper. Just like you can always tell. When those cold winter winds are blowing, I've got my trees and they're bare. There's nothing on them at all. Boy, but when that warm spring weather starts blowing through there, Leaves start popping out and buds popping out. I know that sooner or later, there's some fruit coming. We're going to be barren in our life sometimes. We're not going to be fruitful as other times. But there's, he said, you shall uh, produce fruit in season, in time. There's going to be times you're going to be empty. But let me tell you what, there's going to be times that you're going to bear some fruit in your life. Why? Because you're planted by the rivers of water. You're planted where God wants you to be at. Just because you don't have fruit doesn't change who you are. It doesn't change the fact that God has planted you. It doesn't change the fact that God has a purpose for you. We know and all of us know, I've said it over and over and over, there's going to be trials in your life. There's going to be heartaches in your life. And it's hard to produce fruit when you're going through a trial. It's hard to produce fruit when you're down in the valley. But you don't stay in the valley. You get on that mountaintop. When you're on that mountaintop, you start producing that fruit. Amen. We are a blessed people because God has called us. God has took us out of the pit of sin, and he has planted each and every one of us. And there's a purpose for each and every one of us.
I've always said every one of us has a purpose. Each and every one of us has a job to do. And God will show you if you ask Him. Amen.